Okay, this is the new Adafruit CircuitPython touchscreen library. It allows you to do lots of neat things like make uh, touchscreen controllers for things like home automation or movie props or TV props. Uh, this is a Elcar interface for Star Trek and uh, it's to make a little Trek order. Fascinating. Live from New York, it's Ask an Engineer. I'm Half Falcon. It's true. Yeah. Um, hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ask an Engineer. It is so cold out. Why go outside? Stay indoors, make yourself a cup of hot chocolate, and watch the next hour of Maker Joy and Wonder as we deliver you all the news, new products, events, Circuit Python excitement. Maybe it's not out yet. Don't ask. And we're also going to give away a prize at the end. Yep, that's right. It's Ask Engineer, broadcasting live from the Adafruit factory. It's me, Lady Ada, with you, Mr. Lady Ada. Yep. What's on tonight's show, Mr. Lady Ada? On uh, tonight's show, the code is tricolor, 10% off the Adafruit store, all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time, 10% off everything except for Adabox and gift certificates. Supports us, an open source hardware company here in New York City. I can prove it because there's sirens outside. Yeah, I know. That's the cold police. Woo! Brr. Um, it supports us. And all the people that you know and love in Discord and on our blog and on our site and ship the products, make the products, code the products, and come up with all this cool stuff. So when you purchase something, use a code. It supports Adafruit, a loan-free, venture capital-free, independent, open-source hardware company with manufacturing of open in the USA. Yeah. Libraries. Yeah. Thousands of open-source libraries and drivers and examples and yep. tutorials. Show and tell people around the world showing and sharing their project. Pack the mailbag will stop by, read your letters and more to us. Python on hardware news, oh my gosh, it is a Chunky. week. It is, yeah, it is a week of uh, Python on hardware. There's a lot, and we're going to go over all of it. Time travel, look back in the world of makers, hackers, artists, and engineers, and more. Some current news. Got some jobs from the Adafruit Jobs Board. Some made in New York City factory footage. Some 3D videos. Some new products. Lots of top secret. We'll answer your questions. We do that on Discord where we are over 10,000 right now. Go to adafruit.it slash Discord. Do a trivia question at the end and give something away. All that and more on, you guessed it. Dun, dun, dun. Ask an engineer. That's right. Okay, Lady Ada. Well, let's, I'm um, excited. Yeah, the code, and we'll tell you why it's tricolor later. It doesn't matter if you know why the code is tricolor right 10% off. You can just use it. Um, we still have some things left for our freebies. 
Um, we will run out of some things, but for right now, these are the freebies. Yeah, we're, we're running low on some magazines. We wanted to give away some of the really cool magazines we've got. So if you wanted a free magazine up to a $10 value with your order, um, free, then uh, place your order now. Um, but if you order $99 or more, you get a free proto half size breadboard. It's shaped just like a half size solderless breadboard, so when your project is done and ready to go, you can solder it onto this board to make it nice and permanent. It's got gold plated pads and a lovely silk screen to make transfer easy. $149 or more, again, we have a choice of, I think we have now three different magazines. I think we sold out of $2,600. Um, people love $2,600, but we've got the rest of the magazines available. Um, uh, free with your order of over $149, we'll give you a different one each time. Uh, if you order um, $199 or more, you'll get free UPS ground shipping in the continental United States. That's high quality trackable shipping from that little UPS truck. It will drive to your home. And at $299 or more, you'll get a free Circuit Playground Express, our premier all-in-one dev board for learning microcontrollers and programming. You can code it in MakeCode from Microsoft, uh, Adafruit Circuit Python. You can uh, use uh, now EduBlocks, uh, MicroBlocks, two uh, different block-based programming systems. You can use Arduino. You can use CS um, Code.org, CS Discoveries. So you have like six or seven different ways of programming this board uh, with all the LEDs, lights, buttons, switches, touch sensors, and all the goodies. And we have a bunch of uh, new Circuit Playground Express guides this week as well. So place an order, order $300 worth of stuff, and then you can follow along. Okay, uh, for shipping options, UPS Ground. Best in the USA, trackable, reliable shipping. Postal, um, if you're okay waiting a bit. Also, um, if you go to the Postal Service site right now, they have um, postponed service in some areas where it's too cold for humans. So just know um, that if you have packages en route to you from Adafruit, there will be delays into certain areas. Check the Postal because site. Because it's so you, cold that yeah, like, they, you don't want them to be outside. They would yeah. freeze to death. That would be sad. Um, and DHL, that's for international. We're about to or, uh, even add more uh, countries. So if you want to get international order, DHL is where it's at. Same day delivery in New York City. If you order before 11 a.m. and it's a zip code in Manhattan that we can get it to, we do same day shipping. Ladata, we have people around the world showing and sharing their project. Yes, we do. Every week. Somebody, is the show and tell. Yeah, the longest running only live show and tell on the internet. Um, we do it every it's single awesome. week. Uh, what was on the show and tell, and who showed up? And what, what well, we had a bunch of um, Adafruit folks come by. I mean, January is just kicking off to an incredible start. So much stuff's going on. JP has been working on some Cartoon Network projects. We're doing a partnership with Cartoon Network and MakeCode um, to use Adafruit Circuit Playground Express to build fun projects to celebrate. Um, there's a new Steven Universe movie out, um, but also people just love watching Steven Universe on TV. And um, we also got the Bear Bears, and we've got... Um, Powerpuff Girls. So we've been doing projects. Cartoon Network has been uh, gifting us uh, some uh, assets, like some imagery and drawings and graphics, so we can integrate them into our projects to make them look amazing. Um, so this week's project, uh, JP did um, palm gems from Garnet and Steven Universe. Character has gems on her hands. You can have your own gems, uh, so you can cosplay Garnet or just have fun. And it even plays a theme song when you press a button because there's a buzzer. Um, built into um, uh, the Circuit Playground Express. And also he showed off a gift from C. Grover um, who gave him a PCB art piece with a uh, backlit LED. So thanks C. Grover for that. It looked cool. Erin likewise had a Cartoon Network project. She made a Valentine box. Um, after you eat the chocolate in your Valentine box, what are you going to do with it? We'll make a Valentine with the Powerpuff Girls and some copper tape. It's a really easy crafting project. Um, 
you can uh, touch the different hearts to make the Circuit Playground Express light up the same color as the eyes and costume of each of the Powerpuff Girls. Noah and Pedro came by to show off this week's project. We showed a little preview of it when we started. It's a Maca Wing. It's a Halloween that displays uh, different startup screens from Apple and Mac computers throughout history. It also plays the startup sound, so it's like a really, it's like a chunky piece of, of Apple nostalgia. Also, they showed off uh, next week's project, which is um, a shield, and I totally forget which character shield it was. Uh, check out, it's a, it's a foam cosplay crafting project um, with the Circuit Playground Express as a lighting um, for, the, for the shield. Um, Scott, uh, who's working on display and graphics, for um, CircuitPython, uh, demoed the terminal REPL. So the, um, uh, dis if you have a display attached to a CircuitPython board, you can have the terminal or the REPL display onto like the display itself. So instead of like appearing in a serial port, it's actually on a graphic screen. Um, so it can give you feedback. You can just have it like print out stuff, kind of like an interesting uh, thing that uh, interpreted languages can do is like you can have an error and have it display like even though it's crashed it's not like fully crashed like it's only the interpreted part that's crashed not the runtime. Um, Katni made her first PCB so she showed it off. It was the VEML, sorry the VCNL 4040. It's a proximity and light sensor. Um, so she learned some Eagle CAD. She made some parts this week and routed her first PCB. We're going to send it off. Uh, it's going to say made by Katni on the back. Maybe we'll make it in purple if we can. Uh, and that will be on Katni's first board. So she's uh, picking up all sorts of new skills and wanted to share them with people. And she was both happy and horrified um, having gone through the process of trying to extract data from a data sheet and turn it into uh, CAD, a PCB CAD file, which is always fun. TG Techie, Commander Techie, came by and showed off a tricorder demo uh, running CircuitPython. It's got graphics, it's got like sensors. It's a real tricorder running CircuitPython. Um, so it's a big project that they're working on. Aiden uh, visited again. Haven't seen Aiden in a while, so it's good to see him. Um, he's working on a 3D printed robot with a feather Bluetooth and some TT motors and a forklift with solenoids. And right now I can pick things up, but I can't put them down, but that's okay. We'll work on it. And then he wants to make a swarm bot, a forklift bots that maybe lift things. Maybe they don't put them down. See so Scott came by and just regaled us with some tales about Z machines and CPMs. Uh, there's a new guide from uh, DSLs um, on how to write a CPM write, run a CPM emulator on uh, one of our M4 boards. Um, so he was like, I'm going to do that. And he also said, it's really cold where he's at. It's like so cold that he has to like watch his pipes. So that was what we had. Okay. All participants on the show and tell get an as seen on the show and tell sticker. Unless they're working on a project and uh, we're going to have them beta test some hardware, <laughs> which is uh, some of the participants this week. It's part of our Adafruit live series shows. Um, we have live videos that we do every single week. JP's show is tomorrow. Be sure to watch it. Here are some previews and more of some of the things he showed or will be showing.
Okay, pack the mailbag. Every week we read these emails and more to our entire team. We call, we, we call State of the Fruit, but we also read them here. Couldn't find anywhere to simply comment and say thanks for the products and services you provide. I've done a lot of things in my life. Pilot, structural, welder, sculpture, writer, Linux enthusiast, but never was an electronics tinker or maker, though I wanted to be. Thanks to you, I can be. And I've looked all around the wide web and can find the bits and pieces for less money, but none of those options support what you're doing. So I'll stick with you. So thanks. And here's to the continued success. Thank you. Yay. All right. Uh, don't forget, we're on Discord, adafruit.it slash Discord. Uh, we have a bunch of MakeCode stuff going on. So Ooh, we, indeed. Yeah. So um, Cartoon Network, Microsoft MakeCode, and Adafruit teamed up. And basically, we're allowed to do lots of stuff with uh, wonderful characters and universes, like Steven Universe, in the Cartoon Network's world of characters and stories and more. And we have a couple videos. Uh, the first one I wanted to show is the Pearl Pearl uh, Sore. Pearl Sore. Yeah. And then we'll uh, skip over to the Powerpuff Valentine. Yes. So a lot of times um, you have to always ask yourself, well, what'll, what'll spark a, a young person's imagination? And sometimes it's something they see or know. It's like, oh, I like that cartoon. I like that story. I like that character. I want to do something to be part of that. And this is a really good way. So they can make these own, their own projects to use a circuit playground. Um, express. It's not just for kids. Sometimes adults want to No, adults do this all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> no, Steven Universe has a really big uh, following. Uh, they have a movie coming out this fall. That's right. So um, that'll be neat to see all these projects throughout the year, and then the movie come out in the fall. I think people will be dressed up and be uh, doing lots of things with code that they've written yes. for this. So take it away, you know, Pedro, and then one from Aaron. Hey, what's up, folks? In this project, we're building Pearl's Gem Weapon from Steven Universe. Pearl's gem wand so it lights up and makes sound effects when you swing it around. You too can build your own. Get the parts to build this project. Links are in the description. To build this project, all you'll need are some poster boards and art supplies. Use Microsoft MakeCode and Adafruit Circuit Playground Express to learn how to program. Drag and drop code blocks to develop interactive LED animations. Download our free templates and print them out for building the parts of the wand. You can also use a vinyl cutter to speed this up. Trace the template onto foam board and cut out the shapes with a hobby knife. These are layered together to form the blade. Use hot glue to bond the pieces together and create a sturdy frame. The Circuit Playground Express is powered by a AAA battery pack. The NeoPixel LED strip has alligator clips so no soldering necessary. Make cutouts at the end for the LED strip so it can fit inside the blade. To make the handle and pommel, use paper towel rolls or make your own with cereal boxes. The battery pack and circuit board are press fitted into the tube. The LED strip wiring can go through the handle. Insert the framing of the blade through the handle and install the cover over the blade. You can cut out these little squares for securing the blade to the handle. These little shims will create a snug fit so the blade stays in place. Use glue stick to install the decals. The pieces to build the pommel are made from cardstock. Wrap them around to form these little cylinders that can slide onto the tube. You can make the tip and cap out of leftover scraps of foam board. The two slot together and are press fitted into the pommel. This really glows nicely with the LEDs. And now you can add all the details you want and share your creations with the universe. We hope you have fun building, crafting, and making your own props. You can make cool stuff to sharpen your skills, just don't give up. Thanks so much for watching, and don't forget to subscribe for more Steven Universe projects from Adafruit.
your candy box with Circuit Playground. Make some room in the box for the batteries. It's okay to eat one. Bubbles, Buttercup, and Blossom will keep the rest of the candy safe. Press reset and download the code. Make a hole for the power to come through. Turn it on and off with the switch on the battery case. shape. Copper tape makes the power flow, and capacitive touch makes the magic work. Okay, and every single week on the JP Show, we have a Make Code Minute, mm. and we're going to play a highlight from that from the we're doing previous week. Make Code Arcade, which is the new arcading platform. We have a demo, actually, later we can show yeah, you. we're going to show that live but, on uh, hardware. Make Code does a lot. Now you can make games. have a look at creating sprites inside of MakeCode Arcade. If you're not familiar with sprites, sprite is a term used in the early days of game graphics to describe something that was a graphic that was moving around on screen separate from the screen buffer of the background. For example, on the Atari 2600, the spec said you could have two players, two missiles, and a ball. So there were five objects that could move around on the screen. Uh, so in our case now, we just describe, uh, we use Sprite to describe kind of anything that you create that isn't the background in the game. You can see here in, this is arcade.makecode.com, what I have is an Adabot head here, which is my character. And the way I've created that is I've got an on start loop, and then I went to Sprites and said, bring in this one, which is the create, set my Sprite to Sprite, and then we have a little graphic area and of a certain kind. So. We'll get into some of that in more detail, but first of all, let's just take a look at this sprite editor. So one of the things that you can do is select from a gallery of pre-made sprites, or you can go ahead and design your own. So I created an Adabot here, and you can see the types of controls we have are really simple. We have a limited little color palette here. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and make a purple Adabot. So I'm gonna use this purple color, and I'm gonna use a paint bucket tool, and that lets me just flood fill in an area with a color. I could switch over to the pencil and draw in these antennas here. And how about some gold teeth? Uh, so I can grab a bigger brush 
And now this gives me, ah, that's what we want, we want that gold tooth. So now that I'm done, I simply hit X to close it, and you'll see after a moment, it's going to update the screen here, and we will have our new purple Adabot. Now, if you take a look at the overhead here, I've got a, this is a Feather M4, and a little TFT screen on a breadboard, and I've also got some buttons there. Uh, so now I can move my sprite around. I haven't updated it to that gold tooth version, but this is the one that I had loaded on there. And we will talk in the future about moving uh, sprites around, but that is the most basic element of the game, which is the game sprite, and that's how you can create one inside of Make Code Arcade. Okie dokie, and JP tomorrow will have another Make Code Minute. Every week. All right, it is time. It's that time, Python it's that on week. hardware, yeah, we've got a lot going on. Well, this is the most CircuitPython, Python hardware news ever. Yeah, so uh, let me start with some news. Um, 2008 is the beginning of the year, of course. Um, uh, 2019. 2018 was sorry. 2018 was the beginning. Was the beginning. Was when we were asking about what do you want to see in CircuitPython, and then 2019 we did that, and we have an entire list now. There is an aggregation of all these. It's on a post. Um, look for it on our website. It's linked on every blog post right now in the uh, extra section at the bottom. It's also in our newsletter. It's everywhere. Uh, celebrating CircuitPython for Beta One. Um, last week we released 4.0 Beta 0 with refined Bluetooth energy and display APIs. There was a couple bugs, squished them. Now we're up to Beta 1. Yay. Um, so check Yeah, there's out. always a couple uh, quick betas right after we release. Yeah. You know, there's always like, oh, fix the bugs, fix the bugs. Because a lot of people suddenly show up and like, I want to try this out. Yeah. And we squish them bugs. Okay. Um, we're on our way to 1,000 stars for Circuit. How many do Python. we have? Well, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked. Because if we only had a Python-powered IoT display that... Parts is Jason and um, shows it live. Oh, look. Oh, this one? Yeah. So we have if, 910. Yeah. And so this, this will ding when somebody stars us. This is an unreleased device. It's Python powered. Um, GitHub.com slash Adafruit slash Circuit Python. If you star us during the show, um, if you already have not. Yeah, um, has to be a new star. Has to be a new star. We'll get a ding and you'll probably hear it through the, the show. So we're going to leave be this exciting. on. And it'll go up. Yeah, we're going to leave this on throughout We need the show. more. This is important. We have to yeah. collect all the stars. We have to get to 1,000. Um, Hackspace Magazine, I want to give a shout out to them. They don't pay us to do this or anything, but if you subscribe, it'll help support them. This is one of the best maker magazines out there. Also, if you subscribe for the year, you get a Circuit Playground Express, yes. which runs Circuit, Circuit Python. Python. Circuit Python was on the cover, besides Colin, of uh, Hackspace Magazine. There is a, a giant article about Circuit Python, the language made for makers. So they dive in, talk about why it's good, has Moo in it, all sorts of good stuff. And then there's projects inside Hackspace magazine. This project is from Sophie, who I think is in the chat tonight. Yes, it's a really light good, painting glove. Yeah, um, you can use CircuitPython for that. Then if you want to, oh, oh. we just got, look at that. 912, yeah. 912. That's nice, thank you. Keep doing it. Um, then using um, uh, Python and Raspberry Pi. Here is the sorting toys. <laughs> this is cool. Uh, um, sorting toys, the robot way. Yes, it uses a color sense of Cameroni and it uses our motor shield. Yeah. And it uses um, our Circuit Python library called uh, Motor Kit, I believe, yeah. that uh, Candy wrote. Um, there was a review of the Trellis M4 Express. This is um, a very unique, interesting device. It's a Circuit Python powered device. It plays wave Music files. Music and audio. Yeah, it and could be a MIDI controller. Um, it got 9 out of 10 
High praise. Nice. JP was on Cool Tools, one of our favorite podcasts, talked a little bit about CircuitPython and more, gave a good explanation of it. Thank you, JP. EduBlox is in beta as well. Lots of betas this week. Adafruit.edublox.org. If you want to program using Python, but blocks, and it can switch back and forth, try EduBlox. One try of it out. It's beta. Give them feedback. We'll also have a guide coming soon. Wow, the, the dings are coming in like crazy. Keep it's it to, going. It's, it's out of control. It's yeah. nice. So you can hear every time someone stars. It's like those old PBS like fundraisers. <laughs> Get a tote bag and a I totally get a coffee giddy. mug. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, let's keep going. Okay. So we got EduBlox. We'll have a guide for EduBlox yeah. as well. The Arkansas Department of Education has 400 or so Circuit Playground Expresses that they're giving to their educators. Be using things like Circuit Python and MakeCode. We linked it up. If you happen to be an Arkansas your educator, check it out. Um, this is uh, Lady A can. Uh, yes. Talk this about is this a more. good guide by Brent, who um, is such a blessing, such a mitzvah. <laughs> uh, this is a lot of people. Sometimes they end up, you know, doing stuff with their Metro M0, M4, their Feather, their M0, M4 boards, Trinket M0, Gem M0, Feather M0, and some such. You might blow away the bootloader. The bootloader does have protection bits, but you can you can brick it if you like, or maybe you're making a custom board. So we have a guide now on how to use a JTAG. Sorry, J-Link Mini, or you can use other an Atmel Ice board, and then how to use Atmel Studio, which is free software, to um, load the bootloader, unlock the bootloader, load the bootloader, and then relock it afterwards so that you can uh, resuscitate boards that um, may not be working right now. Okay. Next up, um, this is a whole collection of projects um, that used the Circuit Playground Express to make these operation games, these custom ones. Um, this Lakers player, um, the, he's made out of butter. Um, so the really cool. I think he's got some ham. Yeah, a really cool custom operation games. Uh, this is one of those Euro tracks that you can um, make, and this was using it's a synthesizer. Yeah, this yeah. is using uh, Circuit Python. Um, these are more community projects. This was a Raspberry Pi bot, and it was using Bluetooth and Swift and Circuit Python all to control this bot. It's a cute bot. Yeah. Look at it grow. Zoom. We're in the bot. Blitz City DIY is using Circuit Python in this. Uh, controller to control cricket and there's a joystick with it. Yeah. Um, we had uh, we hit kind of a new level with Circuit Python. We have 30 boards all together that support Circuit Python. So we have this in this neat grid here. We updated um, the awesome list and I'll talk about some of the updates on that. But um, you can take a look. These are all the boards. Ours are there. Then the Arduino boards that are supported, Electronic Cats, the Mini Sam. Um, the NRF boards, the Maker Diary, Particle, and then all these SparkFun boards. Speaking of, um, check out the SparkFun Redboard Turbo. This is a SAMD21 based Redboard with support for CircuitPython. Uh, watch Rob's video, Python scripts on a Redboard. Amazing. And this week they published another guide on using CircuitPython with their LumiDrive, which is another CircuitPython powered SparkFun board. Yes, yeah, so this, is, this is the power of Python. It's just yep. so easy. And then this one, this is the the, um, FOMU. the tiny uh, USB that's going over to FPGAs. Right, this is the Lenti one USB. One step closer for CircuitPython and FPGAs. This is the FOMU from Zobs, which is a crowdfunded FPGA ICE40 version of the Tomu. And they finally got USB transfers working, which is exciting because we're using the same USB stack that we're using for CircuitPython, which means once they get it working, right. CircuitPython with USB support will be totally possible to do on these FPGA boards, which I think people are very excited about. And other hardware news, our Radio Fruits, this all has the CircuitPython libraries that go along with it, so you can use it. We have the NRF 
52840 as a module if you want to pick make, one up and you can make your own circuit python yep load it with board. the bootloader and then run circuit python on it we have a not out yet this is a sensor this is sorry this is a, a crypto chip yeah um, and there's a, a MicroPython library for it already, the at ECC, somebody uh, tweeted us, I can't remember their username. Yeah. And they already have a MicroPython library, which is really exciting. So you can use crypto chips to securely store your secrets. This is an ESP32 um, helper. As I've been doing more ESP32 stuff, um, last weekend I did the SPI client work for ESP32 as a coprocessor. Um, so you might want to have an ESP32 that doesn't have a lot of extras, like a USB connection, it's very compact. So you need a very compact um, boards that you can use to um, add Wi-Fi to your um, Arduino or CircuitPython boards using our library. This is a Metro NRF 52840. We'll be showing um, some other surprises and more in our top secret, but I want yeah, to Yeah, this that. is a design. It's like the Metro, the NRF 52832 didn't have a ton of pins, but the 840 has plenty. Uh, so you have QSPY and uh, debug and then all the pins. And then this is also our first board with USB-C. You can see up there in the top left. So we're going to make a USB-C board. Okay. See how that goes. You like the teensy? Well, guess what? Another one's coming out. Itsy bitsy. Sorry. I know they cost somebody so much. I keep saying that. Well. They're small. You're really going to like the itsy bitsy then. <laughs> Sorry. The itsy bitsy uh, NRF52840. Uh, yeah. This is actually a double sided board um, because people were like, well, we have the 320, 324, the M0, and the M4 itsy bitsies. And it's like, oh, we want. And NR52841, well, I couldn't fit it all on top, so it's a double-sided board. But you can see the module on top, two buttons, uh, dot star LED, and indicator LED, and the bottom is the power supply stuff. Uh, Scott showed this off on the show and tell, but here's um, the video that I took from his Twitter. Um, this is the terminal stuff. So when you, REPL on the display. Yeah, when you boot up a CircuitPython device, it has real-time what's going on. It's cool. Uh, MicroPython version 1.10 released. Um, Title is Vast Improvements in Native Emitter, New NRF Port, Unified Documentation. So check out the... Yeah, a lot of people were running 1.94, but now we're up to 1.10. Yeah. So more more stuff, lots of bug fixes. Yep. Good things. And other MicroPython news, we just stocked this. This is a Calliope board, and this runs MicroPython. That's right. If you want to hack some of the Sonoff devices, you can put MicroPython on them. Yes, they have ESPs inside of them usually. Yep. This is a micro... Python-powered Rubik's Cube. Ooh, neat. Uh, uh, player, device, solver. solver yeah. Unsolver, unclear. Um, this was neat. I didn't see this anywhere, so I wanted to write about it. This is the Lumpy board. It's a. It's from Indonesia only, and it's a. It's a MicroPython board, ESP32, um, and uh, check out the resources that we link to as well. You, like a menagerie of different boards out there. Uh, Moo has some exciting news. This is um, something that will be coming up in Moo soon. Uh, this is library, third-party library support. So um, so instead of running pip3 or pip, you can yeah, do it from within sorry. Moo. Third-party third Python packages via the py mm. Python packaging. Yes. To, to use within Moo's isolated Python environment. That's right, because you don't, you know, to make Moo easy to people, people to, especially, you know, this is not, it's MicroPython, it's Python yet. But if you're using it as a, as a Python editor, it runs its own uh, internal version of Python, so it's protected, and you like, can't uninstall by accident. But that means if you want to install packages, you need to do it from within yeah. Moo. Zenus is over in Discord. I think Zenus is doing pull requests for adding some cool new graphics to Moo. We, we also added a Moo emoji if you type uh, 
Colin Moo in Discord. Nice. Um, I did a roundup of some Python history. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know that I Python was originally designed for Amoeba? What's Amoeba? It's a computer. Amoeba is a distributed operating system developed by Andrew S. Tenenbaum and others at the uh, Vrije University in Amsterdam. The goal of the Vrije? Amoeba project was to build a time-sharing system. So this is what Python was developed for. That's cool. Tenenbaum is, you know, he's he's famous for operating yeah. system books. And, and this and is research. where this was called the zoo. Okay. And this is where Python ran. Python is much older than I thought. I don't know why. I kind of assumed it yeah. kind of came into being in like 1998, but that's like totally not so true. The Sun, 360, 350, some 386s, some sports. It ran on the 68030. Yeah. So, anyways, that's some Python history, and we also put in some Python on hardware history, Tiny Pi, and PyMite. Pi Cascades is coming up February 23rd, 24th. Nina is doing a talk about specifically Python on hardware. PyCon is coming up. I think Scott's going to be at uh, PyCascades, and I think Scott's going to be at PyCon as well. That's coming up in May. We still are looking for people to help translate all the things in CircuitPython, the different languages, that spoken language that is, and written languages. Um, we have all of our libraries, all the stuff going on with Blinka, news about our Discord. Thank you, everyone in Discord, especially in the CircuitPython channel. And then we updated Awesome Circuit Python. We added a ton of stuff. We updated every two months, but we have to update it even more. Um, we put all the boards that are supported, um, all the new resources, books, news articles, um, code. It's there. In case you all missed it, don't worry about it. Go to adafruitdaily.com. You can Boom. go to the um, archives and the categories, and that is Python news. There's so much going on in the we world. We can't even Python keep it straight. Industry. There's just yeah. so much going on. There's a lot. Okay, time travel. We rolled right into that. Okay. Um, I don't know if you know, but by the way, we have 921 stars. Oh, now. did you want to check that? Let's travel back to... Let's travel back to now. Let's travel back to now. <laughs> we started at 9... We had 910. Remember, remember when we had like 900? That was like a year ago. a long ago. time ago. So sad. Now, now we have like, 921. Okay, wow. So keep going to github.com slash Adafruit slash CircuitPython if you have not already started start because you'll hear that ding in the background. And that's very stuff. exciting. Okay. Anyways, if you are uh, someone who uses an iPhone and you go to the App Store and search for Adafruit stickers, we just updated our app. And we have over 50 different stickers. We added a lot of the new ones, lots of Blink and more. When you get a text message, you can send these fun Adafruit characters back and forth to each other. People are like, what are you working on? You're like, I'm working on my CircuitPython yeah. project. Boom. Okay. Happy birthday, Rubik's Cube. Um, 1980, the Rubik's Cube was unveiled at the Ideal Toy Corp in London. You can read about the history of the Rubik's Cube. Nice tie-in with that project. Exactly. Yeah. Nice tie-in. This is all planned in I advance. know this is a theme. Yeah. Help wanted, Adafruit Jobs, more jobs .com. Um, A bunch of them got posted. This is all from one um, company entity. Galileo Learning in Oakley, California has a summer program director role, a summer camp teacher in technology, um, science and engineering, outdoor play, and teacher art. So check out all of these. This is jobs.adafruit.com. If you're a company, post a job uh, that you're looking to fill. If you're someone who's looking for a job, post your skills up there. Okay. Open source hardware. We're an open source hardware company. To prove it, we have all these guides and code and more. That's how we would We have it. a lot. Yeah. Do we have like six? We have 1,728. That's more than six. We'll have a little device that shows up one day. Oh, real soon. Yeah. Um, what's on the big board this week? Okay. 
Um, so let's start with, oh, can we do the video? So we have this really cool LED pixel project by Dano. It's a circuit playground and he used long glow sticks and they act really good as diffusers, like gigantic. It's people like, how do I get some gigantic diffusers like that? They're just glow sticks. And then you put some uh, NeoPixel dots underneath it, drive it with a circuit playground uh, express. And okay. uh, I even, want to show this? I can even show it. Yeah, maybe I'll just put it. How did you want to show this? I can just hold it right up because it's pretty big. Oh, look at that, it's so cool. And then in the dark, it looks even better, of course, because it's really well lit here. Yeah. But it's got NeoPixels underneath it, and then you can um, code it in CircuitPython or MakeCode. Um, and you can make all sorts of cool sculptures. You don't have to make like a rainbow, like a like a tunnel. You can also make this a like, cool shape. Do you have a picture of the shape? Or? Yeah, um, and this project kind of got a little uh, squirrely. Um, we, we started working on it, and we noticed that um, it started to attach itself to different parts of That's our pick and place. Adafruit. And, uh, you know, we sent the team in to investigate, and they did. Um, and they were like, hey, let's, um, let's talk about this before we do anything. So it turns out um, Dano's project became self-aware, and it is now, it's now in space. on its next journey. But you can also make uh, a puzzle out of it. So anyways, that's the... Uh, that's cool. Yeah. With um, <laughs> hot glue sticks. Hot glue, watch out. Hot glue sticks become, become emergent. Self, self-aware and emergent. Uh, okay, okay, so uh, next up, let's see what other guys we got. I'm gonna that one. Um, we've got the how to make uh, an arcade game in MakeCode. Um, and I can also, uh, we can show the video for that. So uh, MakeCode Arcade uh, now allows you to make video games. We show it in MakeCode yeah. Minute. You can start making sprites. But you can actually make pretty cool advanced games and you can play them on hardware. So you can load them on a Raspberry Pi Zero with an arcade bonnet, as shown here. Or you can um, run them on... Um, yeah. Other hardware that doesn't exist yet, so I can show. Yeah, this is a, it's not out yet, um, but it is. Uh, we're gonna show. Oh you. man, I already lost. Hold on. I gotta reset. Yeah, you gonna play again? Very embarrassing. Run, blinker, run. Yeah, hold on, because you have to get you have to get the stars. So you have oh. to get the stars. Shoot, oh, man. Hold on. I can't I can't look at you while playing. Stop distracting me. <laughs> All right, Watch gotta get the stars. Okay, get, get the, the stars. Get the star. Watch okay, out. For stop. Stop. Wait. Watch out. Watch out. Sparky. Wants to eat me. Oh my goodness. This is all made in make code. Oh no. Hold on. Oh, I'm only back down to one life. Oh no. Game over. Score nine. Okay. So you can play you can play games that you've made with make code on hardware. To get started, you can use a simulator, so check it out. We've got a guide on how to make sprites and how to make a simple game. That's very exciting. Um, okay, so that's by um, Isaac Wellish. We have how to run a CPM emulator on uh, Grand Central M4 or any of our M4 boards with an SD card attached to it. The Grand Central has it built in, which is kind of handy. Um, the CPM was an old uh, computer, actually before my time. A lot of people remember it fondly. Um, but yeah, you can load it up and, and try your old CPM programs or games if you still have them kicking around. Yeah. We have um, the Circuit Playground Powerpuff Valentine project. We showed that video earlier. Yeah. Um, it's just using copper tape to decorate a candy box. So the candy box does more than just have candy. It also has a cool electronics project that you can build and uh, celebrate your favorite uh, Powerpuff Girl character. Of course, you can use other characters as well. It doesn't have to be Powerpuff. We just, we just happen to like them. We've got the Halloween Macintosh, which uh, shows uh, startup screens from various Apple history and plays startup sounds. We showed that video earlier. We've no, got. We're not. We, uh, so we showed a, a small clip earlier. We'll show yeah. a larger, longer clip later. It's coming up. Sorry. Um, we have Circus Python. This is a guide from Dan Halbert, who does not usually uh, pop out with guides, but uh, wanted to demo um, the Bluetooth low energy stuff he's added to Circuit 
Python. So if you have one of our new NR52840 boards, you can now use Bluetooth Low Energy and communicate with our app. And to demonstrate it, he made um, a demo that shows moving a servo and lighting up a NeoPixel ring from a uh, Feather NRF52840 controlled over Bluetooth Low Energy. It's very exciting. I know you're like, well, what's up with the Circus Python? But it's, it's the beginning of a whole new world yeah. of um, Bluetooth uh, on microcontrollers made easy. And then Erin uh, made another guide. She uh, double guided it this week. This is a remote control using um, Feather NRF, sorry, Feather uh, with LoRa or RFM69 radio and a Neo Trellis um, I squared C board that will let you have different NeoPixel effects and the NeoPixel buttons tell you what the effect is going to be. So really good if you're doing, you know, trying to remote control an event or effects. You can, um, this is an upgrade on JP's project, except instead of uh, monocolor buttons, the buttons are multicolored. And um, so she showed how to control a bunch of NeoPixel crowns that some characters would be wearing and then the choreographer would press the buttons to play them. Um, JP also last week's project was a 16 potentiometer Grand Central MIDI controller that got published. We also have a new MIDI library um, to try that out if you want to do USB MIDI on CircuitPython and control a lot of analog inputs. The Grand Central has 16 and we put a potentiometer on every single one of them. Okay. Next stop, Bears Form City. <laughs> choo choo. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep moving along here. Um, we have some uh, main New York City factory footage. Take away Adafruit Factory. A lot of rain. Okay, and then we have some 3D prints. These are speed ups. Oh, that's nice. I wonder what yeah. that is. What could it Unclear. be? Unclear. What could it be? Is that some sort of sculpture? Some mountain range? And as always, here is the sunset rainy. or the sunrise outside where the picket places fall asleep. Now it's like super snowy and just some Wow, yeah. look at those clouds. Intense cloud cover coming in. Yeah. Boom. Weather. Enjoy it. Well, last. It'll be gone one day. Um, 3D printing. All right, now there's this video. That's right. Now we have 
what you were talking about before. The Halloween Mac. Which is the... Um, the full video. The full video. And this not is just the, the 3D not rendering. Not just the teaser. Yeah. Here we go. Make your own little Mac. Hey, what's up, folks? In this project, we're building a mini retro Macintosh. This little guy displays Mac OS boot screens and actually plays the startup chime. It uses the Adafruit Halloween M0 Express and runs CircuitPython. The capacitive touchpads can cycle through different images and sounds that are stored on the device. CircuitPython makes it easy to display images on TFT displays. Use the Adafruit libraries and demo code to run Python on hardware with the Moo editor. Easily update assets by dragging and dropping straight onto the built-in flash drive. To build this project, download and 3D print the design files. The hollowing PCB snap fits onto the faceplate without any screws. A mini speaker plugs into the audio port on the back. The faceplate can also snap fit and locks onto the enclosure. Press fit the speaker into the back door and close it shut with the built-in latch. You can power the hollowing over USB or recharge a LiPo battery to make it portable. All of the components are accessible through the bottom. Be sure to check out the learn guide to build this project. Links are in the description. Thanks so much for watching and be sure to subscribe for more projects from Adafruit. And here is a speed up video of the week. Okie dokie, don't forget, no on Patreon, every single Wednesday, 3D Hangouts. Um, a little bit of a reminder, I should probably say this now because there's one thing that will be hard to get and one thing that won't be. So first, Adabox, if you haven't subscribed to Adabox, adabox.com, um, a lot of people signed up for the holidays for gifts, mm -hmm. so we don't have a ton of open spots. That's so right, we have less than usual. Yeah, A lot so, of people didn't cancel because they really liked it. Yeah, and a lot of people signed up. So if you're if you're on the fence, um, it's gonna be a really good data box. Um, every single time we get more stuff, more ambitious, so it is going to be a good box. So that, that you have a little bit of time, um, and then it'll go away, then it'll come back. Um, but Adafruit.io, however, if uh, we have uh, the pro accounts now, and you can get a year pass, and we have the year cards. And that helps us pay for the servers and all that. So the best, and I think um, most open IO service out there I, for absolutely. makers. Absolutely, I don't know any other ones that have a free tier, that have some free documentation. Free tier, that respects you, the user. Unless you have the data. Internet of things, bill of rights. So anyways, um, check out adafruit.io, and that helps um, us pay the bills for the server. Okay, yep. um, before we get to new products, I forget the code is tricolor. And uh, you ready, Lady Yeah. No, 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 no.
this week? First up. Oh, batteries. I love battery holders. This is a two by two AA battery holder. It should hold four total AA's in series for about four to eight, four point eight to six volts, depending on whether you use rechargeables or alkaline. But this is a special box. Not only is it like that kind of standard cubic uh, AA battery holder, but it has these really nice premium terminal blocks at the end. At, at, um, sorry, a, a premium um, plug connectors at the end that. Um, plug right into a breadboard and are nice and solid. So usually you get like thin wires. No, no, no. You get these nice um, tips here that are um, 0.1 inch by 0.1 inch square. And so for example, if you have a breadboard and you want to power your project up, plugs right in and it's like a, such a blessing and it just, it just works and it's nice and solid. You don't have to solder anything. Of course you can solder them if you like, but um, this is definitely the easiest way to battery power something. Um, either with a breadboard or soldered or into a terminal block or what have you. Next up. We have the official Raspberry Pi Foundation A Plus case. This is a little slim case. Um, you know, you can pop the top off. It's uh, pretty straightforward. You put your Raspberry Pi 3 A Plus, which they just released, into it. I think it'll also fit the original A Plus if you have one. And um, it looks a little bit like the red and white one uh, case that they have also for the 3B+. They also released a more modular case. This one's quite simple. It's only two pieces. Um, but fits your A+, great. Okay, this one is on its way. But Coming we, soon. We put in the store so you can sign up for That's it. Right. It's the Compute Module This is the Compute kit. Module Dev Kit. So this is the I.O. kit that you plug a Raspberry Pi Compute Kit into it. And it gives you like, all those GPIO. You get so many pins. Like It's like 200 pins that you get. You get USB. Um, you don't get Ethernet, but you do get HDMI. You get USB host, you get USB client, and then you also get an SD card socket. It's just like an all-in-one power supply management system that you plug the chip into, uh, yeah. the module into, uh, so you can develop your own uh, industrial uses. It's not used by makers a lot, unless you happen to really need a Raspberry Pi with a ton of pins. Like you need of, infinite pins. So the reason why that came out is because these came out. These are new compute module three pluses. So the, the new compute modules have the new nice heat spreader. You'll see that on top, that metal. So it, it does run faster because it doesn't overheat. You don't have to put a heat sink on it. Um, it uses, I think, a slight revision of the CPU chip. It's still a quad core. Um, but the biggest difference is now you can get it with multiple different sizes of EMCC flash. So we have right now, uh, to sign up, you can get the eight megabyte, sorry, the eight gigabyte EMCC flash. And then we also have the light version. This is the light version. You can see there's a chip missing. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that one, you would use the SD card socket on the dev kit only. It does, you don't want to use the EMCC instead. Um, so these are used often by people doing products or you know embedded design, or they they want to um, have uh, a lot of GPIO. They don't want the bulk of the um, or the the power usage of having all the the, the USB host, uh, the, sorry, the USB hub and the Ethernet. Um, they're much slimmer and they fit into a, a, a so dim stop socket, so it's easy to integrate into your final design. But you know nothing. It's not going to be as cheap as a Pi Zero. So if you are just a maker. Um, Maybe this is when you make a product that you want to commercialize mm. and you want to be able to slot these in. Okay, next up. We now have these OLED feather wings you know and love, but now they come assembled. So if you don't want to do any soldering at all, um, the OLED now comes with headers attached on it for a little bit more. Uh, you can plug it into your uh, favorite feather wing or doubler or tripler, uh, plug it on top, and now you have an OLED display with a couple buttons. So yes, the OLED you know and love now with headers. Okay. Mm. 
I think we just have a bunch of those. Yeah, same stuff. All right, next up. Okay, next up, we have these chunky LEDs. You actually sent these to me, and you said, hey, check out these cool chunky LEDs. So these are um, 15 millimeter by 15 millimeter uh, square LEDs that are breadboard friendly. Uh, we have them in blue and red, and they're just like chunky and diffused. Um, they look really good. They are a little tough to photograph, um, but I can try showing them, and maybe I'll use a piece of paper to yeah. uh, diffuse them. So this is it. You can see my demo with that battery pack, which works really well. I'll see if I can diffuse. Yeah. So you can see it's um, a nice solid red in person, of course. It's a nice, a nice smooth red color, and it's completely uniform. So green is an indicator. Um, if you want to um, have something that has a, a cosplay effect or an indicator effect that is nice and big and flat and even colored. So we have it in red. We also have it in long polarity blue. Um, the blue is a little bit brighter than, than the red, of course, because blue LEDs tend to be a little bit brighter. Yeah, there you go. That's nice. Uh, that's nice. Um, it's just like a normal LED. Um, you can drive it from a control pin, put a resistor in series, and boom, you've just got this beautiful LED. I just think these just look really nice. I think these would be um, a great addition to a control panel or cosplay prop or something when you okay. want like a sci-fi look. Next up. Slight update. Um, no schematic or hardware changes, but we did update the color. I do actually want to make all the M4 board boards purple to differentiate them from the M0 boards. So this Metro M4 Express now comes in a lovely purple color. Just like before, but now in purple. Nice. Look at that solid purple color and then MOSFETs on the back. Still featuring the SAMD 51. The Metro M4 has, uh, I think, 512 megabytes of, uh, kilobytes of flash, 192 kilobytes of RAM, um, tons of GPIO, uh, you know, caching. Uh, I can do like camera inputs. Uh, it's got two megabytes of QSPY flash, great for CircuitPython, wonderful CircuitPython. Of course, you can use Arduino with it as well. And now it's in purple. And the reason for that discount code tonight is because of this. Yes, our star of the show tonight is the 2.13-inch e-ink breakout board. We have the 1.54-inch that we put in a couple months ago, actually, Ooh, quite a while ago. And I finally got around to getting the 2.13-inch in stock. Um, this is a tricolor display. What that means is it can display white, black or red, um, but you can't mix the black and red. It's like you can only have one of those three colors. Um, but it's nice you can have black and white and then um, some nice highlighting in red. So here's um, a demo of it running and it's just, you've got the, the black, white and red lines. And this is it drawing the image. You can see it takes um, a bit of time to get the image up. That's because that red color especially, um, the red ink is a little, um, more globular, so it takes more time for it to kind of like sink in because it has to do this wave pulse to get the ink to appear. Um, you can refresh it about once every three minutes. I'm, I'm speeding it up here so that people can see, you know, much faster. But for, for the best longevity, uh, refresh it about once every uh, three minutes. Um, what's nice about these, you might be thinking like, oh, I can get e-ink displays like so cheap anywhere, but why, why would I get these? So we did a really nice thing here, which we added SRAM chip on the back. So not only do you get the display, and I, of course I can unplug it because it's... Well, I can huge. also show the photo. You can show the photo. On the back, of course, is fully level shifted. So you can use 3-volt or 5-volt microcontrollers or my computers. And below that big level shifter is an SRAM chip. So normally you need about 6 kilobytes of SRAM or RAM 
to buffer the entire display. These displays, you can't update just one section. You have to update the entire display at once. So you have to buffer the entire display in memory. But for smaller chips, um, like the Mega328, they only have 2K of RAM. There's no way for you to store that entire buffer. Are you, like, out of luck? No, because this board will um, use that SRAM chip, and our library will use that SRAM chip for you. And because e-ink is a pretty, you can see it's slow to update, it doesn't matter that you have an SRAM chip in the middle. Um, it doesn't slow it down that much. And you don't need to use any RAM at all to um, display onto the display. And even if you have an M0 with 32 kilobytes of RAM or an STM32, 6K of SRAM is quite a bit. You probably want to save that for something else. In this case, again, that extra SRAM chip, it only takes one more pin because you're already using SPI for the display. But um, you get to offload all that memory usage. We also put an SD card slot on the back so you can um, store images. And there's a shutdown pin, so if you want to completely use no power whatsoever, you can shut down the regulator and all the circuitry on board uh, is turned off. So you can go to ultra, ultra low power modes and only use the quiescent power of the regulator, which is like, I think, 0.1 micro amperes or something. So that's the uh, tricolor 2.13 inch ink display. We've got coded in Arduino and CircuitPython. So you can use it with your um, Raspberry Pi. You can use it with your CircuitPython boards. Uh, you can use it with an Arduino, pretty much anything you like. And that's the new products. OK. Boom. I'll go through it fast. New, 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 new recap. We got this 2 by 2 AA battery holder. It's kind of a cubic uh, battery holder, up to 6 volts, uh, 4 to 6 volts. And it's got these nice plugs on the end, so you can plug it right into a breadboard. The official Raspberry Pi case from the Raspberry Pi Foundation fits the 3A, uh, 3A plus Raspberry Pi that recently came out. It's compact and uh, just fits together. Snap it. And you got an enclosure for your A+. Coming soon, we've got the Compute Module 3 Pluses from Raspberry Pi Foundation. This is the dev board, which breaks out all the pins from the Compute Module, USB, uh, HDMI, and SD card. And then, of course, we also are going to be stocking the 3 Plus Compute Modules. These have the new heat spreader uh, and come with a variety of different memory configurations from 4 gigabyte up to, I think, 32 gigabytes. Um, we're going to be stocking the 8 and the light. In the light, you'd use the dev board with the SD card. You also have a fully assembled OLED display, just like the OLED Feather Wings that you know and love. But this time, the headers, see these headers? They're on there for you. You don't have to solder them. So you can plug it right into your uh, particle board, your doubler, your feather, your what, what have you. Um, we've got these nice chunky LEDs. They're 15 by 15, 15 millimeter square LEDs, and they come in red or blue. They're just like normal LEDs, but they're nice diffused effect. Um, really beautiful look to them. The Metro M4 has been updated to now a purple silk screen. Looks beautiful with that gold Enig uh, uh, plating as well. Same M4 you know and love, but now in purple. Then the start of day is a 2.13 inch ink tricolor display. You can display white uh, background, black ink, or red ink. And uh, this comes with SRAM built into it. So even if you're using something as uh, simple as a um, at Mega 328, you can use this because the six kilobytes of RAM that you need to buffer the display um, is handled for you on the board. We do uh, an SRAM backup for um, buffering the full display. You have to buffer the whole display. You don't have to do that on your microcontroller. It does it on the board for you, uh, which is a very nice addition. Let's use it with any kind of microcontroller you like. Uh, we also have level shifting, so it works for three volts or five volts, and a micro SD card slot on the back. So you get everything you need to build a cool e-ink project. That's new products. 
Okay, so when you put all that stuff in your cart, ten percent off. Use this. Um, let's do some top secret because yes. we have a few things here. Okay. Um, I'm sure these off. It's crypto yeah. chip breakout, and then yep. the ESP32 breakout. That's actually going to actually wrap that up. Yep. The NFT2840 breakout, and then this is an earlier breakout which is now live. Um, we put it together today, the Metro M4 Express Wi-Fi. So uh, it's purple. It's got the Metro M4 Express that you know and love, but I kind of squished everything, and the LEDs are now over here. There's the on-off switches over here, and then I put an ESP32 here. This is that Wi-Fi coprocessor. You can use it in Arduino or in CircuitPython to add Wi-Fi with SSL support and TLS support um, to your project, and it's still in that nice Arduino shape. Um, so everything just got shoved around a little bit, but uh, made room for this module and still had space for some silkscreen. And it's still got that QSPY flash and the SAMD51, uh, micro USB, debug port, and LEDs. So I think this will be a really nice update, especially if you want to do Wi-Fi projects with a CircuitPython board. Um, you know, I've got the request library ported over. Uh, you'll be able to do that in CircuitPython and build um, neat internet-connected projects. This is the year of the internet. So I've heard. And then, also, um, we're up to uh, yeah, 924 stars. Yeah, let's uh, stay on the overhead. I'm so, here. I'm done yes, uh, move the stars over there. So if uh, you didn't do this yet, if you have a GitHub account, please go to adafruit.com slash, sorry, github.com slash adafruit. Slash adafruit slash python. Hit stars. And then um, this is my not out yet. This is the tricorder that we're working on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where I'm scanning stuff. And then... So this uses, um, I posted up in the chat, this This uses the new CircuitPython touch that lets you do stuff like this. So yeah, anyways. Okay, so you're going to try quarter some stuff? Yeah, we're going to try quarter some stuff. Cool. And this will actually work real, like you could have sensors on all this stuff. Yeah. So um, get back in the vault. Get some stars. You. We're close to 925. Yep, getting there. Okay. Um, questions? Let's uh, start answering. Go yes. to adafruit.it slash discord. That is where we answer them. Um, and you can hang out even after we're gone. And, uh, yeah, chill. And uh, do stuff there. Okay, what kind of LEDs are in the um, diffused... Uh, they're just LEDs. They're, they're, they're just LEDs, but instead of having a small rounded body, they're just encased in a gigantic piece of plastic. Okay. Chunky. Um, and then on our website... Um, if you go to adafruit.com slash new, um, what's the difference between... Thank you, okay. 925. What's the difference between these two? Uh, one is just, um, so, we have this thing where yeah, we have the so main... Well, we Okay, so we have yeah. the version with headers attached and without, and then we have a, a page that kind of is the meta page that gotcha. you can select. It's the way our cart works is there's like a landing page for both of them. Landing but page, and then you can select if you want it. Or yeah. It. Okay, got it, okay. Good. This is it's a it's a cart thing. It's yeah. the way we. we no, that did makes it. sense. Okay. Um, let's see here. Um, oh man, we just got like three stars in a row. Hello. I used to go to school for electronics, but they started us with two years of theory, so I got bored and really didn't study. I want to get back to it. Do I start with basic electricity or low-level stuff like half adders? 
Uh, what I'm interested in doing is uh, with electronics is making my own tiny devices from scratch that will handle I.O., LCD, also making my own USB devices. I also have interest in reverse engineering electronics, mostly ARM-driven keyboards and USB devices. I've already played with Arduino and NodeMCU and done some basic stuff, but I want to make sure I properly understand everything at a low level. I think if you're doing that kind of high-level work, which is basically microcontrollers, um, you would benefit most from like a systems integration class, like a, like a system engineering class where you build your own computer. Um, I don't think you need to take like a transistor level class, but it is still good to know some basics, like your, your basic like Ohm's law type stuff. But I don't think you need to do the half adders. I'd skip straight to like the, there's probably a class where you do like some VHDL and you maybe build your own computer. That's kind of the most useful thing because that kind of bridges um, the logic level stuff, which you know, is, is kind of boring, honestly, with, okay, here's how do you actually build an operating system. Okay. Um, why do you use a dot star as a status LED on Itsy Bitsy's, but a NeoPixel on the other express boards? Um, I like the NeoPixel because it only uses one pin, um, but the dot star is smaller. Um, if I can, if I have space, I'll put a NeoPixel on because, again, there's one less pin that I have to route. But um, on the very small boards, there just isn't enough space for a NeoPixel. Nowadays, actually, there is a 2mm or 2mm NeoPixel, but at the time there wasn't. And so I would go with a dot star. Maybe now, if like, I was designing it, I would go with these micro NeoPixels. But the micro dot stars work quite well. Uh, and usually on the smaller boards, ironically, we actually have more pins available because, of, um, because the, there's not as many broken out pins. And so it's easier to route pins to the chip. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a balance of like, losing one pin, one pad, versus the size. Okay. Um, next up, uh, where are the ESP32 ESP and NRF52840 in terms of speed compared to the M0 and M4 that Adafruit uses for most CircuitPython? And since the ESP32 runs MicroPython, any plans to support CircuitPython? We have absolutely no plans to support CircuitPython to ESP32 because it doesn't have USB on it. It's not a great experience, which is why everyone's always asking us to port CircuitPython to it. Um, we actually can't solve the problem with it's just really hard a, to get files good, onto it. It's a good coprocessor, so we use yeah. that on the board as Wi-Fi. It's the ESP32 really wants to spend its time doing Wi-Fi. It doesn't really. It's it's you. It is faster than the M4 in terms of just cycles, but you end up spending all this time managing your Wi-Fi in the real-time operating system that you might as well just have it as a coprocessor than having it as the main processor. The NRF5840 is quite fast, but again, it's constantly jumping into that soft device to do Bluetooth stuff. So it's, it's by numbers, it's faster. Or, sorry, it's actually slower because it's only 64 megahertz. It's got more memory, but it's still like you're spending all your time doing this wireless stuff, which, which takes a lot of time. Um, so, you know, it's a, it's a trade-off of having integrated Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Um, you have to, you lose about half of your cycles to managing the internet and Wi-Fi and Bluetooth okay. stuff. Will any of the upcoming, upcoming boards have the QSPI onboard flash pr uh, pins broken out to headers? I have an external flash chip to interface with QSP, uh, QSPI, QSPI. No, we don't, the so QSPI has to be quite fast, so when we don't break it out to headers because if you connected something to them, you would you would mess up the QSPI, which on CircuitPython happens behind the scenes. Um, if you want to use QSPI, uh, make your wire short and route your board yourself uh, because it can run up to 100 megahertz. Okay, will there be a product like the PowerBoost 1000 but output 3.3 volts? Probably not because you don't, usually you use a LiPo battery and you can just use a linear regulator to get to 3.3. Okay, uh, let's see. Um, 
this is a good question for Noah and Pedro for their show next week. How can I make 3D prints walls where they're still, how thin can they make them where they're still stable? It's a good one for Noah and Pedro. Yeah, on, that I don't um, know. 3D I'm hangouts. 3D but uh, yeah, they do 3D hangouts uh, every say. Wednesday mornings. Is there any rhyme or reason which boards are black, which ones are blue? Yeah, I mean, generally. Yeah, because I want, because I want them that way. Yeah. Gen <laughs> well, generally, like, we want to have, um, black is great, <laughs> generally speaking. But blue is kind of the classic. Blue, um, depending on the, also the time when we were doing stuff, um, we would use different colors it's for green. different boards. The first boards I made were green because yeah. it was the only thing available. So purple, for instance, we're using for the um, M4s because we want to visual, you know, be able to tell. I think if there's like a Bluetooth version of something down the road, we might use it as a blue color, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Are you doing anything f with neural networks? Yeah, I guess sort of, kind of. I mean, like we have the Google AI, AI thing. Um, I think there's lots of fancy names for things that your people already do. Um, we're going to probably have a little self-driving car kit down the road. Um, lots of other stuff. Yeah, um, using you can use the Google AI wire vision kit. That's yeah. That's what people are doing neural networks with. Um, we're moving a lot of CircuitPython stuff into Blinka, so it works on Raspberry Pi. So you'll see us do a lot of stuff there. Okay, and I think that is going to be it. Do you want to okay. do you want to give something away? Yes, we're up to nine hundred twenty-nine um, stars. How many stars are we up to? Nine twenty-nine. Nine twenty-nine. Okay. Boom, man. All right, so let's give away something. Let's give away an ink display. Oh, really? You're going to give away an display? Yeah. So this one right here. Yeah, because you can use it with just about anything. This Handy. So get one of these. Okay. Great. What are the uh, what are the rules? Rules are you have to call a phone number when it appears on the screen. The first person who calls and is able to answer the phone will be the winner. Uh, when I pick up the phone, I'm going to say ahoy ahoy, and then I'm going to ask you your name and where you're calling from, and a project you're working on or you want to work on. Yeah. If you're able to answer those three questions correctly, very challenging. What your name is, then I will give you this prize, which is the ink display. You can only win once per lifetime. So if you've won before, don't try to win again. Give everybody a chance. Call this number. Yeah. Wait till I say ahoy ahoy, and then you should say hello. Be sure to say hello because otherwise I might hang up on you. Because sometimes people um, they don't answer. So use your words. Use your words. Use your words. All right, and I think I just put the phone number on the screen. So decode this into numbers. Eight. Someone wants to call international. We, we it can be international. People have called, fine. somebody called once from, uh, most people call from Canada. We've had people call from Australia. Yeah. We can ship almost anywhere in the world. Pretty much. And if you don't, we'll, we'll tell you and we'll figure something out. And then the phone's here. You want to put the phone where you can. Sorry. Yeah. Here. It's double duty here. <laughs> Let's see who can call. Oh. It's the telephone. It's, I got to win telephone. twice. Okay. Okay. Pick it up. Pick it up. Ahoy, ahoy. Yeah, uh, this is Richard Humphrey. Hi, Richard Humphrey. Good work. You've already answered the first question <laughs> required in order to win this fabulous prize. Richard, where are you calling from? Sellersburg, uh, Indiana. Okay. Well, Richard from Indiana, congratulations. You're the winner of this gorgeous 3.1, sorry, 2.13 inch diagonal tricolor e-ink display. Wow, that's so cool. We're going to send that to you for free, but uh, all you have to do is email support at adafruit.com, S-U-P-P-O-R-T at adafruit.com. Say, hey, it's Richard from Indiana. 
it's really cold where I'm at, and I really need this ink display, and they will send it to you. <laughs> Just tell them it's product number 4086. 4086. Yes, that makes yeah. it easier. Okay, so what's a project you're working on or you want to work on, Richard? I want to build a uh, remote-controlled uh, antenna uh, tuner for Ooh. my ham radio. That's nice. What, what bands are you um, using on your ham radio? What are you listening on? I love 17 meter. 17, that's a, that's a lot of meters. Uh, well, what's your call sign? Do you want to give your call sign so people can, can talk to you? N9DPR. All right, so anybody out there who's on the 17 meter, point your antenna towards Indiana. He's going to have a remote-controlled antenna soon. With the ink display. With the ink display, Richard. Uh, can't wait. Come by on Show and Tell if you ever want to show off your ham rig. I've had a couple people come by, and it's uh, wonderful to see them. Uh, they're always really cool, especially if you have a nice ham shack or something. Uh, but stay warm. Don't forget to email support at Adafruit to get your free display. And thank you for calling. Thank you very much. Okay, good night. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. Richard. That was a trivia question. That was it. Yeah. It's over. You I know. Get, you gave it away. I know. <laughs> I just did that. To right. Richard. From Indiana. Okay. He's on 17 meters. Well, that's our show for night. I've only everybody. been on two meters. Yeah. I'm allowed to be on all the meters, but like... You can if you want. I know, but I only have a two-meter radio. Um, That's the show for tonight. Thank you, everybody. Um, Special thanks to all of our Adafruit team members here at Adafruit, all of our remote team members. You. uh, Folks in Discord and YouTube and all the different chats. Thank you so much for making this one of the uh, best shows with all this cool stuff, all these new products, all this great community uh, projects and news and more. Um, It's a delight to share this with you. Thank you so much. Uh, We'll be here next week. Um, you can keep starring stuff. Let's get to nine. Cost nothing. Nine thirty. We can do it. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back next week. Um, stay warm and all that stuff. Be good to each other. Be excellent to one another. Keep sharing cool stuff. Open source hardware and software. It's where it's at. And more good stuff coming from us this year. This year right. is starting off hot. We got a lot. Of, we got a lot of interesting things going on. And uh, we will see everybody next week. Don't forget the code is tire color. Um, that'll save you a few bucks if you want to purchase something to keep the lights on. And don't forget to subscribe to AdaBox because uh, we will run yeah, out. We will run out of people. Yeah, there's AdaBox stuff. I'll uh, I'll talk about that more next week too. Yeah. Um, but we, get in before it's over because once it's over, we can't we can't open up spots. We nope. can't make exceptions. Can't do it. Nope. Okay. Well, that's it for tonight, everybody. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Here is Ramon Mazziner. Good night. <laughs>